Hello and welcome to this podcast with Pastor Tony Paolo, recorded live at Restoration Church of Rhode Island. Enjoy today's message. When we make that statement, I'm just going to wait on God. What exactly does that mean? When we don't, like we're making, we're about to make a major decision, right? And uh, we're not going to do anything until we hear from God. What exactly does that mean? And I'm going to teach you today on, based on scripture, that a lot of our premises and practices and things and behaviors that we engage in when it comes to waiting on the Lord is completely off. I'm going to help you today to get an understanding of the role of the Holy Spirit um, in your lives when it comes to discerning the will of God for your life. So ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about discovering and walking in God's will. Your future is bright. Share this post. So anyway, a couple of scriptures. In Joshua chapter 1 um, verse 3, uh, Joshua chapter 1 verse 3 says this, I will give you everywhere I will give you every place you set your foot. This was God speaking to Joshua. Joshua chapter 1 verse 3. This is, I mean, this is an Old Testament scripture. And it's a super liberating scripture. I will give you every place where you set your foot. This is God saying to Joshua. He says, everywhere you go, every place you set your feet, I'm going to give you. Another version, the King James says, every place the sole of your feet trods, I, it will be yours, right? I mean, literally, he says to Joshua, Joshua, listen, man, wherever you go, whatever you do, wherever you go, you're going to be blessed, all right? Um, and then Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21 says it this way, uh, says this, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about walking in the will of God. Like, how do you know? How do I know if I'm in the will of God? Did God send an angel and, and talk to me? Did God visit me in a, in a dream? How, how do I know? Like, I'm a pastor, Tony. I'm about to make a major decision and I want God to tell me yes or no. You know, and but the reality of that is it usually God can do whatever he wants. God is God. It typically doesn't work where every time we make a major decision, God comes down and says yes or no, right? Um, maybe he has with you. I don't know. Um, but this is where the Holy Spirit comes in now, okay? In John chapter 14, verse 16, um, you remember the story when Jesus, just before he was um, ascended to heaven, just before he went back to his heavenly father, the disciples were a little nervous, kind of a little uh, uh, um, are fearful and Jesus said to the disciples um, listen I will ask the father and he will give you another comforter he will give you another um, advocate and that comforter will lead you to all truth that comforter will remind you of the things that I have said that that comforter will recall you um, the things that I have spoken that comforter will help you stay on track another comforter now let's talk about this whole aspect of like how do we know pastor tony i'm looking i'm looking for a place to live i'm looking for a new job i'm i'm i'm, I'm trying to figure out who to marry i'm trying to figure out where uh, to live what house to buy how do i know see the beautiful thing about joshua chapter 1 verse 3 because every time i read that it's so liberating he says i will give you every place you set your foot it's incredibly liberating that god says this to joshua in the old testament he says joshua where 
whatever you place your foot, I'm going to give you. Now, there's always boundaries, promises. God, the promises of God are like guardrails or boundaries, okay? The boundaries for Joshua, because we would read that scripture in Joshua 1.3, like really, everywhere you place your foot, you're going to be blessed. Everything you do, you're going to be blessed. Like there was no boundaries, like everything and anything. The boundaries, if we continue reading in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 4, all the way, I think, verse 6 or 7, God, the boundaries for Joshua was the promised land. Okay? So the promised land. So God tells, you know, the whole history of the promised land. God tells Joshua, listen, I'm going to lead you into the promised land. Once you get into the promised land, you're going to be blessed. And everywhere you go, everything you touch, every place, the... The, the sole of your feet, every ground the sole of your feet touch is yours and you will be blessed. So the boundaries now, when it comes to operating in the will of God, the boundaries is the promised land. Okay. Now, because I remember, uh, I, I remember the process years ago when my wife talking to, to her grandfather, her grandfather said this, he says, listen, and she was in the, she was in the, in the process of making major decisions. Right. And so my, uh, her grandfather said, listen, whatever you decide is going to be the right decision. Where, whatever you decide, don't worry about it. The decision that you are, whatever decision that you are about to make is going to be the right decision. Rewind Joshua chapter one, verse three. I will give you every place where you've set your foot. Like, how can that be so freeing, so liberating, so enlightening, so light? Susan's grandfather says, whatever decision you make will be the right decision. First of all, I don't know if we could say that to everybody, right? Like imagine being in a place in your relationship with God where, if, where every decision you made, God applauded. Imagine being in a place in your relationship with God where every single decision you make was applauded by heaven. Okay, now let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 20, uh, Romans 8, 28. How in the world, where do we, how do we get to a place where God applauds your decisions and that, that your purposes connect to his promises? This is what Romans 8, 28 says. Now, I read it for the first time in this way a couple of days ago, and I'm going to read it the same way I understood it two days ago, which I never read it this way. Okay, um, Romans 8, 28, God works for the good. Two things, for those who love him. Okay, got that. And for those who are called according to his purpose. Okay. So my life now is in alignment with the purposes of God. Because we're always, this is how, this is how the mantra of so many people come to me asking for insight and guidance. This is, this is the whole aspect. Um, I have a decision to make. I'm not going to make the decision until God makes it clear and I'll pray. And nothing wrong with praying, absolutely nothing wrong with fasting, and nothing even wrong with pausing to really gain insight. But what happens is we have this stuck mentality where we say, okay, I'm not going to do anything until God pays me a visit and tells me exactly where to go and what to do. Now, we're talking about Joshua 1.3 in the Old Testament where God says to Joshua, I will give you every place where you set your foot. Joshua did not have what we have. What is one thing that Joshua did not have that we have right now today? The Holy Spirit. Isaiah, again, 30, verse 21. Your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Now, 
Fast forward New Testament. Now we're talking about not these ears because we keep saying, I need to hear a word from God and then I'll go. I have a decision. I have a decision between three jobs and I need to hear from God. Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 16 and 17, listen guys, I'm going, but the Holy Spirit is now gonna come. Another comforter is gonna come and take up residence in you. So how do we now, God the Holy Spirit, creator of heaven and earth, omniscient God, omnipotent, omnipresent God, omniscient, he, he knows everything, comes to live inside of us and we downsize that power into this sense of, okay, I'm not going to make a decision because God has to come down and tell me yay or nay. God tells Joshua, listen, man, you're blessed. And because you're blessed, and it's not so much about, we've, we've, we've downsized, we, we try to fit God, the understanding of God's will into a little capsule till we understand. God's will has less about doing and more about being. The Holy Spirit, creator of heaven and earth, lives inside of me. And this is why years, years ago, my wife and I decided, you know what, when it comes to major decisions, we're not going to panic, we're not going to fret. In fact, very, I mean, major, most major decisions can wait, right? Maybe some of you are right. Maybe some of you feel the pressure right now. But if you feel the pressure to make a major decision and you are afraid, you know what you do? You call a timeout on yourself and you take a step back. You call a timeout, you take a step back, and you get to know the heart of God. Because I think we've misconstrued this. This is supposed to be a journey, not a target. We're making this like, I got to know God's will. I got to hit the target. And if I miss the target, 40 years is going to be taken from my life. <laughs> but God, the Holy Spirit, again, Romans 8, 28, he works for the good. God, the Holy Spirit, is, it's just not a target. This is an everyday journey knowing the heart of God, knowing the plan of God, knowing his nuances, knowing his, his, his swagger. So when it comes time to make a major or a minor decision, we decide why. I've got the Holy Spirit living inside of me. Why would I be afraid? Why would I doubt? Why would I be confused? And this is, this is often what I do with people. But I only do this with people who I know have a relationship with God and that I know are led by the Spirit. I'll say something like, what do you want to do? Well, I want to, which job do you want to take? Well, I want to, I like this job. Go ahead and take it. Well, how do I know it's God? He gives you the desires of your heart. Folks, ladies and gentlemen, why must there be an unnecessary conflict between God's ways and my ways? Why? The Holy Spirit lives inside of me. He gives me the desires of my heart. Why must there be a, a, a fearful pause to trying to discern, oh my gosh, I don't know if this is God. And if I make the wrong decision, my life is over. It's not a target. It's, a, it's not a target. It's a journey. It's not something that you just turn on and turn off being led by the Spirit, is in every day being in the Word. And this is the whole Romans 8, 28. If your life has been called according to His purpose, what does that mean? What that means is that your life is a platform for God's promises. 
Yes, Rachel, patience, trust, and dive deeper in the word. Hit the pause button. Oh my gosh, like what does it mean, Romans 8, 28, to be called according to his purpose? When your life becomes a platform for his promises. When God can say, because the Bible says, Chronicles says that God, his eyes are looking to and fro from all the earth. God is spinning the globe with his eyes looking to see who he can show himself faithful. See, we consider God faithful because I consider God faithful is because I, I put my life in a place where my life is a platform for his promises. So when he spins, when God spins the globe and looks for a life, he looks for a life that he can extend his mercy. I always said this, miracles need bodies. So how do we know we're walking in the will of God? Why are we even asking that question? The abundant life, John chapter 10, verse 10. If you're living in the abundant life, this whole aspect of, I don't know if I'm living out God's will. God's will is more about being than doing. God's will is about being in his presence every day day years ago i used to believe when i had the religious mindset years ago i used to believe that god's will is like a upside down funnel right it was like you had to hit the target and if you missed it do over let's start all another 40 40 years wandering in the desert and hopefully i'll learn right but not at all god's will is he's the ups the right side up funnel where god is using all of your experiences all of your decisions all of your good decisions, <clears throat> all of your bad decisions to get you where he needs you to be and to be the person who you need to be according to Romans chapter 8, verse 28. He works out all things. So don't, think about it now. Now, when Jesus sent the Holy Spirit, he says, listen, I'm going to send you another comforter. This comforter is going to lead you. How is he going to lead you? To all truth. So let's not look at God's will or God's will for our lives or God's plan for our lives as a bullseye target. Let's look at this as a journey, right? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge your knowledge of God. Acknowledge God and he will direct he will direct your paths. He will direct your path. So instead of asking God, Lord, 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 direct my paths. I don't know if I should uh, get job number one, job number two, or job number three. How about if I just trust in God, lean not on my own understanding, acknowledge him, and he, 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 he'll be the one to help me decide. And when I decide, God will say, yes, that's it. Now, God's will, I'm not talking about choosing between bad and good negative and positive ryan it's good to see ryan i just gave you a shout out man listen you you posted a scripture in isaiah chapter 30 verse 21 and i have this scripture that i wrote down right here you see that right <laughs> you posted that scripture and i was like your ears will hear a voice behind you saying this is the way walk in it that's the scripture right there man when it comes to discovering the will of god it's not about the obvious choosing between good and evil sometimes it's good better best and i want god's best for my life i want god's best for my for, for my family i want god's best from for for my for my family my children and my children's children that that i would extend into the next generation but the whole aspect of discovering god's will for your life is not a switch that you go uh oh i'm in trouble let me pray for god's will it's not something you hit. 
It's something that you live out. It's not a target. It's a journey. It's an everyday do I have to throw you another scripture? Matthew 6.33 Seek God first and all these things will be added unto you. We, we play God like he's a you know, AAA Christianity. We call on him when we're desperate. And that's when it gets really confusing. And we got all these decisions and we don't know what to do. So if you're led by the Spirit of God, just like Joshua was in Joshua 1.3 where he said, I will give you every place you put your feet, your feet at. If you are led by the Spirit of God, all of your decisions will be made in the plan, in the purposes, in the will of God. So instead of, instead of trying to discover what is the will of God, how about just spending time in His presence? Spending time in His Word. When you get to know someone, you get to know their, their, their favorites. You get to know what they're like. You get to know what they don't like based on reading His Word. And when you get into the knowledge of God, lean not on your own understanding. Then what begins to happen, God leads you because you're making decisions that champion kingdom ways instead of your own way. You're making decisions as a platform to really build his promises and his ways. And God looks down, like Chronicle says, God looks down throughout the globe looking. This is what the Bible says. Oh my God, I wish I would knew where it was. I have the scripture, but you can Google it. The Bible says that he, he looks... His eyes roam throughout the earth to and fro, looking for a life to whom he can extend his favor. Miracles need bodies. Supernatural ways need physical temples that will say, yes, Lord, to your will and to your way. So may every decision that you make, when I say your future is bright, it's always within the context of a life surrendered fully to the ways of God. And may every decision that you make be in the will of God, in the way of God. Let it be in the way of God. Get out of the way of God so that your decisions will be in the ways and the purposes and his plans for your life. I love you guys. Thank you so much for stopping by for a couple of minutes. Ryan, it's so good to see you all the way from Indiana, right? You still live in Indiana? Mister, I love you guys, man. Um, I'm gonna read these scriptures again, reference them. Joshua 1, 3. I will give you every place where you set your feet. Isaiah 30, 21, Ryan, this is when you posted. Your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And the beautiful thing about that is that was Old Testament. We in New Testament. So it's not about these ears, it's about this ears. These ears right here. All right. John 14, 16, I will ask the Father and he will send you another comforter. And thank you for posting that. 2 Chronicles 16, 9, 16, 9. My wife posted that. That the Lord's eyes go to and fro throughout the earth. I could see that. The big globe. God is like looking at the globe. Looking for a man of God. Looking for a woman of God. To whom he can extend his favor. Heaven has an overabundant supply. An overstock of supernatural things. And that he's looking for platforms. This is a platform. You are a platform. You are the stage where the promises of God get to be exhibited and, and exuded for the world to see. God, the people, the world cannot see God, but they see you. And what they say and believe about God is what they see and believe about you. So be a light that shines. And then one more scripture in Romans 8, 28, the last part now. He works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. 
If you're called according to his purpose, God will constantly recalculate your footsteps to get you back on track and God will show off and God will answer prayers you never prayed and God will bring things your way that you never even thought about in the name of Jesus. Listen, I love you guys. Enjoy. Today's going to be a nice, nice day. All right, guys, I love you. Your future is bright. Thank you for listening. Tony Paolo is the lead pastor of Restoration Church. If you would like more information, go to restorationchurchri.com.